Welcome to the snooze button. Hey, I'm Brittany of Brittany She and Sleep. I've got 99 problems, but my kid sleeping isn't one. Hey guys, it's me, Brittany of Brittany She and Sleep, here with another episode of the snooze button. So today I am, as always, a bit frazzled, but I just got back from an amazing 30-ish hour trip solo with my oldest son, Teddy, who just turned six. So I got a lot of questions. I posted a lot of content on Instagram, as I love to do, of this awesome trip with him. And I got a lot of questions about like why I do this. I, you're inspiring me to try and do this. Like When do I start? I want to do a solo trip with my kids. So I wanted to talk about it a little bit. When I started doing this, why I do it, and how often I do it, what the benefits have been for my family. And I hope it inspires you to do something similar. So the first time I did a solo trip, and I'm talking about something that is, it's an intentional one night adventure just with one child. This isn't like taking your kid, you know, to a relative's wedding or relative's funeral or something. It's not like you just went with them somewhere. It's with, there's no other plan, right? It's just, the plan is just to be together with one child. So I did this for the first time almost at this point, I guess a year and a half ago. It was, I guess, October of 2021. I did it when my third and youngest child, Delaney, who's now almost two, when she was seven weeks old. And I'll tell you why I did it then. I did it then because I had been busting my ass working full time, literally up until the minute she was born. And anyone who has been pregnant knows it's hard. You're exhausted. You're heavy. You're uncomfortable, you're in pain, you're constantly at the doctor, blah, 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 blah. I had a very high risk pregnancy with her, but I also had two other little kids and a really intense full-time job. And I was recording my first course. I had like all this stuff going on. And frankly, when she popped out, I was proud of myself and I thought I deserve a little treat. And I'm officially on maternity leave. I was not taking on any clients for, you know, the first two-ish months that she was around here on earth. And it was also my first daughter, and I was really excited to have a little girl, and I thought, I'm going to take her to the Beverly Hills Hotel, my favorite place, where we have this magical little mommy me with my sweet little girl, because I really wanted to like soak up that those newborn snuggles and that newborn time in a way that felt in some ways hard to do with two other kids at home that I had to take care of, and my husband, who, let's be honest, I have to take care of him too. So that's what kicked it off. And I came back from that just one night, just for, you know, I I, uh, checked in early, checked out late, but technically only one night with her there. And I came back and was like, that is one of the best days I've had in my entire life. Truly. It was so special. It was so fun. I was just soaking up her newborn snuggles, enjoying the fact that I had this baby girl. I got her all dressed up and took her down to the polo lounge, sat at the bar, sat next to Josh Flagg at the bar, who, if you're a loser like me, who watches Million Dollar Listing LA. He's like one of the one of the guys on it. Um, chatted with him a little bit. It was super fun. Anyway, it was so magical that I decided this is going to be an annual thing for me and Delaney. Every year, I'm going to take her somewhere fun, probably to the Beverly Hills Hotel. And we did it again when she was one. And in the cases of me doing it with Delaney, so I've done it with her now twice. I did it right after she was born and then right again after when she was just over a year. And in those cases, it was really all about just giving her that individual attention and soaking up this baby phase that goes by so fast. And by the time I took her the second time when she was a little over one, she was at that point, you know, with our nanny. I really, I was very, um, I was pretty strict, if that's maybe the right word, when she was a baby. I really was like her only 
caregiver. I mean, my husband a little bit, but when you have two other kids, who's mostly with them, but I, I really didn't want our nanny with her because I had the capability to stay with her. I had, I, because obviously she was a good sleeper that once I went back to work, I was able to structure my day so that I was taking calls when she was napping. Um, and I was obviously in charge of her schedule. As you can imagine, I cared about that. And I thought I have the flexibility with my job that I can get, I can basically work full time while she's still here. And that's what I chose personally to do until she was about eight or nine months old, at which point she was mobile and alert enough that it felt unfair to, you know, to be like taking, I would never take calls when she was awake, but to be like, you know, trying to catch up on emails while she was trying to engage with me. And I thought, I think I want her to stay with me forever, but I'm going to pass her off to the nanny. So when I took her on that trip, when she was a year like that, my alone time with her is rare and really special because she was with our nanny at that point. I was back to working full time. So I didn't have like days on end where I was alone with her. Because when I was the weekend, you know, we had Teddy's baseball practice and Baker's swimming lesson and we're going to the pool and we're going to the beach. And we're doing all this stuff and she's more just along for the ride. So it was really special having that baby time with her. And then it occurred to me, I'm enjoying this so much with my daughter. Why don't I do it with my sons? So this year, for the first time, I did these one-on-one trips with my boys. So I took Baker, who at the time was three and a half. He's a newly minted four-year-old. I took him in February on an adventure. We went down to Laguna Beach. And then I took Teddy just on Monday on his, on his adventure. He's now six. So here is why I find these trips to be so like fulfilling for me and for my kid. And I love them so much. The biggest thing is giving them this individual attention completely focused on them without other kids or your partner there. I think it's really, really important and really rare. Unless you're a single parent of, uh, of one child, you're not getting that very much, especially if you have more than one kid and especially if you have three or more kids. It's just the reality. You know, this morning it's like somebody wants yogurt, somebody needs me to help them put their socks on, somebody else is crying because they dropped their spoon. There's just a lot going on. And you miss things when you're not with them one-on-one. And I don't mean miss as in like it's a bad thing. I just mean you see another side of your child and you have these different experiences when it's just you alone with them. So one of the things I learned with, I'll tell you about what I learned with the boys. And now for Delaney, like I said, it was mostly, it's like soaking up those baby snuggles, that baby age that is so fleeting as we know. For Baker, I was shocked at how much he talked to me. I know that sounds crazy, but he very much deferred. Teddy is very talkative. He talks nonstop. He literally never shuts up. And Baker is just a quieter kid and is a little bit less verbal in general. And he very much just follows Teddy's lead. Obviously, he talks plenty at home, but most of the time, if someone's talking, it's Teddy, not him. And when it was just the two of us alone together, the kid didn't shut up. He had so much to say, so much to tell me. And it was incredible to see sort of his little personality come out even more when he didn't have his big brother to speak for him, you know, and not in a bad way, not like Teddy speaks over him or anything, but that's just kind of their dynamic. And that was really, as a mom, so cool to see him just in his own light, my little guy. And for Teddy, where we just did it the other day, it was really cool now that he's six 
to dig into him as a person at like a little bit of a higher level. Like we had this whole conversation about his dynamic with some of his friends in his class. And he was telling me that one of his friends is the boss. He's, he's our boss talking. It was, he was talking about like two or three other kids he's friends with. And I was kind of explaining to him like, Teddy, he's not your boss. You know, like, let's talk about like, if he wanted to play a game that you didn't want to play, like, how would you handle it? And kind of, and just having these conversations that you don't necessarily have as much when you're just like hanging out with the family and there's five of you and everyone's running around and, going through the motions and getting stuff done and also just digging into his interests like my plan with the kids is that I'm going to evolve where we go right now it's more based on for the younger ones it's based on what I like I love the Beverly Hills Hotel I like that it's pink it's my girl place take Delaney and for Baker I just wanted to try something that was really different so we went down to Laguna Beach and with Teddy he loves fancy things so he has asked me multiple times if we can go to Hotel Bel Air that's where he really wanted to go so I'm leaning into him and what he's into. They gave him this like sparkling apple cider. He was carrying it around in a champagne glass the entire time. He kept refilling it, drinking it with his pinky up. He was wearing a tie. He was wearing suits. It was the cutest thing ever. So it was really like using this time to lean into the stuff that's exciting and interesting to him. And that's something, of course, I want to continue doing as my kids' personalities evolve and emerge more and, and they have their own interests and things. You know, I could imagine if one of them was into horses, go down to Del Mar, whatever the thing is. If they're interested, go to Malibu and they want to surf, whatever. But it's time to really lean into who they are. The other thing that I will say that makes these trips so special, because I could, I could totally understand someone saying, yeah, well, couldn't you just do this at home? Like, couldn't you take them out to lunch for the afternoon and not spend so much money and not make it such a big deal? Of course you could. Here's the thing. There's something really dynamic that like shifts within you when you, and listen, going to Hotel Bel Air, that was a 35 minute drive from my house. It's not like we went that far away. It's basically the same distance if we went to the Beverly Hills Hotel. Laguna Beach was a little over an hour. But just getting in the car with a suitcase that's packed where you have to like go somewhere and check in at a certain time and you're staying at a hotel, your mind does shift. Whether it's, you know, you're flying somewhere or you're just driving a quick, you feel like you're in a very different place. You can't just like run home and grab something if you wanted to. And the act of doing that puts your life effectively on hold in the best way possible. Because think about it, as a parent, how many times have you been, has your kid been like, come watch this movie with me, come see something, come do this. And you're like, okay, one second. I mean, I'm speaking for myself because I catch myself doing this all the time. Like, okay, I'll be down in one minute. I just need to finish loading the laundry. Okay, just, I have to go finish loading the dishwasher. I have to put your sister down. I have to da, da, da. It's like, there's always so much stuff that needs to get done. And listen, to some degree, we can't help this, right? Like, I do have to load the dishwasher. I do have to put the baby to bed. Like, it's not like this stuff is necessarily things I can just not do. Sure, I could put them to the side, but I'm also honest with myself. And, you know, I sometimes see these things on, like, Instagram or whatever that are like, the dishes can wait, the laundry can wait, like, your children will only be young once. And, like, that's an adorable sentiment, but I know myself, and I would be so anxious and stressed out if I if my house looked like a bomb had went off in it and I was just sitting on the couch watching Sea Beast. Like that's not who I am. Best, you know, awesome for those of you who can do that, but I'm one of those people where my external, you know, what I'm seeing reflects how I feel inside. So I do have to get things done around the house and then I can spend time with my kids, but you know, sometimes you know, there's a downside to that and Having these trips where there's nothing that could possibly pull my focus away 
is so incredible. I mean, I just sat with Teddy by the pool yesterday. We were telling stories. We were joking. We were talking. We were sipping our virgin pina coladas, having the best time. And when you really get away physically from the day-to-day grind from you, I didn't even bring my laptop. I told clients that I was not available. Um, it's incredible for, for your relationship with the person you're with, which each, each of those little kids. Um, so I, I hope this gives you all the uh, encouragement and sparks a desire to try something similar yourself. And of course, I couldn't, I couldn't be here talking on this podcast without giving all of my caveats and qualifying everything I say. I realize I have the luxury of both having the disposable income to take my kids places and the luxury of having a nanny because I work full time so that I know my kids are, you know, the other kids are being taken care of during the day while my husband works. I understand that I come from a, a place of privilege saying that. And of course, there's ways that you could do this in different ways that don't involve going anywhere overnight. You know, it could be a day trip. It could be a weekend thing, whatever it is. Or maybe it's just something you aspire to in the future. And I'll be honest, I didn't do it, you know, when my kids were younger. I didn't, when I only had two kids, it didn't even occur to me. And I don't know that it was even necessary. I also wasn't working full time then. Um, so this is just something that has evolved in my life that I found has worked really well for us. And it, it it's really special and uh, fills my cup and I know it does the same thing for my kids. So if you're in a similar position to do something like this, I strongly suggest it. You will not regret it. And let this be a segue into my reminder for you all, if you are catching this podcast episode before next Monday, which is, I believe, the 12th, but I'm not sure. I think it's the 12th. I'll be having my next sip and sleep, which is all about easy breezy summer travel. So if it wasn't clear from this episode that I'm quite a family travel veteran. So we're going to be talking about all of the sleep-related things with travel, adjusting to new time zones, adjusting to new sleep environments. What if you have to share a room with your baby? What if they have to share with their siblings? What if they're waking up other people at the hotel? Um, What if you're taking a road trip and they fall asleep in the car when it's not their nap time? All those types of things. But we're also going to get into a lot of other valuable stuff, such as best practices when you're taking kids to the beach or the pool or an amusement park and how that could relate to sleep. Best practices for road trips, like what time should you leave? How often do you need to stop? How do you prepare your kids for an airplane travel? Like what stuff do you need to bring in your carry-on? Is there any science behind what times you are leaving on the on the flight or how you adjust their feeds if you're changing time zones while you're on the airplane? Like so many of these millions of questions I get all the time. This was initially when I did a holiday travel, sip and sleep, one of the most popular ones I'd ever done, which is why I'm basically revamping it adding some new things, adding some pizzazz, if you will, to do a summer edition. Um, And I hope that you can join. I think it's going to be really fun and really valuable. So thank you guys for joining me today. I hope that you leave this episode getting out your Airbnb or hotels.com or whatever you use to book things and go book yourself a solo trip with one of your kids. And I hope you have the best time ever. All right. I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Loving the snooze button? Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And please leave a review. I will read it and internalize it, so make sure it's very glowing. If you're interested in working with me or learning more about my courses, head to brittanysheehan.com or follow me on Instagram at Sleep.